This is a Radio 1 91 FM podcast. I've got Ryan Bennett here on the line. He has just released an album called American Crew under the alias Claire Licorice. That song that you just heard was one of the tracks off it. It's called O2 and the album will be released on Thursday on the record label. Bobby Point. Which is a Wellington-based label. Yes. Tell us about the album. It's had a long gestation period, right? Yeah, I got it. Um, got them made up in Montreal when I was living there, and you were living there as well. Um, just at that duplication.ca website, which is cool as. Um, yeah, I've had the album for a while. I've just been um, working a lot and just moving around heaps. It just took a while since the last one. Yeah, yeah. So a bit of background. Uh, you were in a bunch of bands in New Zealand before heading off overseas. And uh, that's where I met you again after knowing you through the music scene. And uh, we got to hang out in the exotic, grimy city of Montreal and play music. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. Yeah, I was in Butt Simpson and Cartoon and played in Golden Axe for a while and stuff. But yeah, yeah, and then we hung out in Montreal, you know, doing New Zealand slang to Quebec people and um, living in the snow. <laughs> yeah. So tell me about this album. Uh, I got the description from Stevie K that includes uh, some very uh, colourful um, descriptions like industrial isky beat and alt universe bogan versions of dj sprinkles yeah how would you describe this album what does it mean to you um yeah i guess it's a bit more abstract than the last one which is kind of i don't know it was a bit more like lo-fi techno or something like that i don't know but um this one's a bit more like abstract and painterly as lame as that sounds and yeah just more emo and dark kind of reflecting where I was at and just moving around heaps and staying in hotels and kind of desolate isolation. And it's kind of like a lame breakup album as well, but that was a while back. Just kind of more like a barren vibe, like living in the desert and, and just kind of having to make do. And then, um, but then you can see kind of like civilization off in the distance. And for some reason, you're kind of not a part of it. That was kind of the vibe I was going for, but it's not all bleak. I reckon it's pretty beautiful, uh, despite the, the kind of thematic uh, weight that it has. Mm, thanks. I reckon uh, the song Up To is the the standout for me, probably because of the, the lyrical content. And also there's a beat in it that kind of sounds like it, it's like influenced by black metal, perhaps. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it was definitely influenced by that kind of black metal beat. Um, but yeah, I just have this, <clears throat> it was just this um, Yamaha keyboard that had like a tap and drum machine on it. And I just sped it up to the max. And then I had this kind of EQ pedal and just kind of used that. Um, I guess, you know, like how lame DJs drop out the beat or whatever, just kind of like um, used it to structure the song. 
um, then chucked chords over it. It was really inspired by um, Inga Copeland as well and that kind of smitten record. And also Sleep and Mods a bit. I was thinking of like, you know, what would be a New Zealand kind of version of that combined with like Inga Copeland and like a black metal beat kind of, but matching my energy, which, you know, Sleep as Mods is pretty like intense, but I was just kind of low key. Um, not laid back, but just kind of chilled out, depressed. <laughs> yeah, a bit more down buzz. But yeah, for sure. Um, and I think, it, yeah, it was like the first time I'd done vocals. And it was all just like one take kind of stream of consciousness. And, and my auntie had passed away. And, um, you know, I was just trying to reference um, kind of stuff. Um, it, like, yeah, the kind of like track was like setting the scene and my voice was just activating kind of like if it was like an actor in the scene or something like that. But I mean, I've never acted, but that was kind of the idea. Auntie passed there. That was for the best. She had a shit one. She had a shit life. Are there any other reference points for people to get an idea of what the album's about? Um, oh, I guess, um, yeah, I'm really into those, um, the gas, um, more ambient. It wasn't the main kind of gas albums. It was like this record on, on the side. I forgot the name of it, but it was just really beautiful and kind of um, ambient. And so, yeah, that was a big influence. Um especially yeah, more ambient tracks. And then, yeah, a big influence is um, my friend James Grant, who's done, um, he did a take on 1080p as um, Abstract Mutation, does really cool music as well. And he he, um, he um, was on one of the tracks as well. Um, and it was really cool. Um, but yeah, he's a big influence, kind of, um, we're kind of on the same vibe. And, and yeah, I just learned a bunch from him. So yeah, um, and he was a bu- in a bunch of New Zealand bands. Um, played in Shocking Pinks for a bit and um, yeah so he's really I guess the first record was really um, inspired by kind of Kyle Hall and Omar S and Gang Gang Dance and stuff but this kind of fell apart into kind of like a painterly mush of techno or something yeah I guess Wolfgang Voigt he kind of just puts a 4-4 kick under anything and just chucks stuff over the top like those Kafka track stuff where he he takes that um Kafka audio book and just uses the samples and puts a beat under it. I felt that found that really interesting, you know. Like, I mean, it's probably a bit played out, but um, just kind of um, you know having that kick underneath, but putting textural kind of stuff in. So where's your music moving now? Because this album was recorded uh, a wee while ago, so you've had time to, you know, reinvent things and, you know, think about things, reflect and all that sort of stuff. Are you moving further from uh, structured kind of more fall-to-the-floor stuff towards more painterly things or 
yeah, where where are you shifting now in terms of your musical output? Um, yeah, I guess I'm really obsessed with um, that Noon Chill album by Aldo Lindsay. That's the kind of next thing I'm aiming towards. It seems really ambitious because there's like Melvin Gibbs on it and Ryuchi Sakamoto, you know, all these amazing session musicians and, um, you know, he had a budget or whatever in proper studios. But I'm going to try and, you know, reach for that, um, which is really influenced by kind of Brazilian rhythms, but kind of combined with his like DNA kind of guitar underneath, but his really beautiful kind of unsettling sensual vocals on top. I just really like the combination of unsettling and really romantic. And but I find, and also the Brazilian rhythms are really unique. Like I've joined a Brazilian drumming group, just fun and trying to like learn the rhythms. Um, Cause I used to drum heaps with cartoon, but that was more like, you know, boredom's influenced and hardcore and real fast. But you know, I just kind of got bored with the, the muscle memory of the beats I was doing. So I wanted to kind of change it up. Um, so, yeah, but I, I guess uh, it's kind of corny, but um, you know how Brian Wilson was obsessed with that. Was it like Phil Spector or something? Um, yeah. I kind of wanted to just try and, you know, treat like Arda Lindsay as that and try and come as close as I can to it with my limitations. So, yeah, that's the kind of next goal. But um, just been working on setting up a studio for that. Yeah, wicked. So more syncopated, uh, like jazzy latin yeah. american vibes yeah 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 like probably specifically brazilian rhythms but but also yeah there's kind of like and that art of lindsay stuff i'm not super into drum and bass but there's drum and bass influence and and you know electronic influence and he works with lots of samples and stuff and um collage and stuff like that so yeah it'd be stru- more structured more with separate parts what about vocals are you are you moving towards that at all? Yeah, yeah, I really want to try. And if I don't know, if you listen to Arthur Lindsay, he's not really like a classically good singer, but I like um like how um Donald Fagan sings for Steely Dan. They they tried to get a singer but they couldn't convey the right attitude and so that's why Donald Fagan sang. And I feel like Arthur Lindsay does that with his specifically Noon Chill and um those kinda that trilogy around that time in the nineties. So yeah, I'd like to try. I mean, um, I think I did all right with this track on this one. But, um, yeah, I've been collecting words and stuff for lyrics. So I've never done it. But, um, yeah, I'm just going to give it a shot. Yeah, it kind of feels like vocals, like, you know, amplify music so much. And I just want to kind of try and resonate more rather than kind of more like passive um, passive tracks. Try and tell story and um, cathartic kind of uh, release and stuff like that through words and I like how words can um, kind of connect to the physical body and um, sometimes words seem really overrated because people talk talk nonsense and um, they're, they're all words. But then sometimes, you know, a word can, you can express a certain word and then for all of a sudden you're crying, you know, like it's almost like it can really connect to the body. So I'm interested in um, finding really potent words that actually mean something i kind of grew up like you know quiet and and for me it just feels like more important to try and develop a voice um just for my own um benefit so yeah yeah nice that's interesting because uh i just 
had a chat to uh, Nadia Freeman, whose who's like performance name is Misleading, and she's come to music from spoken word and from poetry. Yeah, cool. And, uh, yeah, it's just, it just seems like you're kind of going the opposite way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, but, yeah, I really like, like, Lydia Lunch and stuff like that. And, I mean, I know he's a bit of a douche, but I kind of like Henry Rollins, you know. Well, like, getting the band's a really great book. And so, yeah, it got me interested in um, kind of, I mean, I'd never do spoken word and or I, I, I'm not a poet. I'm not even. I'm not a singer. I just want to kind of um, use words, basically. But yeah, yeah, I really love Lydia Lunch and getting into a podcast. It's really amazing. She's really, really inspiring. Yeah. So, so if people want to um, get the American Crew cassette or to stream it, it'll be up on the um, BZP Bandcamp. Yeah, yeah, it'll be on the <laughs> Bandcamp next uh thursday on the 21st um and that, that, that those are um handmade cassettes that um there's not many left um but you know you can get the digital as well um but yeah the hand stamp they got artwork by glenn otto this really great auckland artist who i went to high school where they used to play counter-strike with it in the net cafes <laughs> um and yeah and my friend bevan smith um mastered it who's really amazing he did signer and um he's a really great great guy so check it out yeah yeah wicked is there anything else you want to say about the album before we go i'm not too sure i'm just like i'm just glad to get it out and um it's nice to just tie up this kind of, that kind of phase it took a long time and it's just a nice project it's nothing huge sweet thank you that was uh, ryan bennett uh whose new album american crew under the name Clear licorice is uh, is just about to come out. Thanks for talking to me, Ryan. Sweet, thank you. The neighbors in the love. This is the title track, American Crew, from the new album from Clear Licorice on Buzzy Point. If you're on Radio One Ninety One FM, this is the local brought to you by New Zealand on air. Thanks for listening to Radio 191 FM podcast. All of our content lives online at r1.co.nz.